Ace Podcast. Weird. So weird. Weird, 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 weird. That's not me. Yeah, it is. No, it's you. No, it wasn't. It didn't hit me like this. Weird, 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 weird. I'm my like really lazy and I am so weird. It's weird. Randall sings along too. He told me. Oh, boy. I'm Aaron Lindsay. Welcome to the Weird Podcast. This is weird. Uh, I actually am Aaron. That's yeah, Craig. I'm Craig. 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 Uh, this is the podcast that brings you the best in weird news coverage and uh, sometimes other stuff. But uh, tonight is episode 249. And I'm going to say right off the bat, because we're going to get straight into the top story. Talk about some weird stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Well, you're going to hit the button first. Oh, you ready? Yeah. Top story. Senate would bill, would bill. Senate would bill. This is how good the show is starting off already. Senate will bill you for anything. Senate bill would ban dwarf tossing at bars in Washington state. Okay, this. Uh, This is the. First of all. What is wrong with people? First of all, let me, let me put it like this. They're not, they're not going out gathering up random dwarfs and saying, look, hey, y'all want to go to a party? And then bringing them in and then tossing them. That's not how it works. These dwarfs. Why are you saying dwarfs? <laughs> These dwarfs, dwarfs are, are the same actors. You know that'll be in movies. They'll be wrestling. You're saying they hire them fully knowing yes, what they're doing. Exactly. Boy, and t- some of them actually enjoy it. A radio program that you and I both listen to has interviewed some of them before, and they have a good time being they, thrown they around. They really do. Yeah, and they make big money. Well, I guess the it. money might help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if I'm going to make some big jack, you can toss me around too. Some what? Some big green. Green. Making that green. Some lettuce? Got all the girlies' numbers from the places I've been. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Olympia Dukakis, Washington. That's where this took place. You know, there's a song about Olympia, Washington. Huh? Yeah, it's a great song called Olympia. Dukakis? No, not Dukakis. It's about Washington. Can't wait to get back to Olympia. What happened to Olympia Dukakis? I think she went on in. Did she? I believe so. I don't know if that's Certainly. Certainly. You You know who I swore for most of my adult life I have thought was dead? And she is alive and well. <laughs> no, I mean, I serious. I was told at some point that she died. And looking at her from back in the day, I thought that's possible. <laughs> Lulu Roman from Hee Haw. Oh, I didn't know she was still alive. I thought she had died. Has she lost weight? Oh, she's lost like 200 pounds. She looks great. Good. And I'm glad she's alive. Yeah. I, it just it was shocking when I found out she was alive. She has albums. I see them every once in a while, and I'm digging it, through bargain bins. If you ever watch Hee Haw, Lulu was a very large lady, yep. and, and she was funny, and yep. that, she was a big character. Well, not big character. You, yep. know, you know, I'm not a big It's kind of the opposite of dwarf tossing. Right. But what's weird is that I didn't, uh, I I was, my, my, my mouth was wagging open when I saw she was alive. In fact, I read an article saying that. Misty Rowe, who's one of the, the, the what do they call them, the sweetie, what do they call the, those girls? Yeah, the honeys, the, the hee-haw honeys. The honeys, yeah. was going to be touring with some of her was former- Was she a short, blonde-haired one? Yeah, she had big, uh, like, blonde, long blonde- The long blonde hair. The, yeah. I always liked the girl with the short, blonde hair and always wore the, like- Well, the, I had the big hair back then. Yeah. She had the big- um, Right. Big hair dude, yeah. big blonde the hair. The hee-haw honeys. And so- um, she I never saw any girls like that in the cornfields. No, never. When I was out not, not in the wooden cornfields. No. So the uh the thing was this article said that she was going to be going with her former castmates Lulu Roman and named somebody else and I went, "Well, that's going to be interesting since Lulu's <laughs> they're dead." They're going to drag around the coffin. So so I go so I go looking just to like prove them wrong to make a comment. I'm like, "Wait a minute, she's alive." That's awesome. She's alive. Alive. Good for you, Lulu. I hope you listen. We should call her. 
She may not talk to us after that. Probably not. Anyway, so uh, dwarf tossing contest would be banned in Washington State under a bill sponsored by Senator Mike, uh, State Senator Mike Patton. Uh, Senate Bill 5846, you know 5846, it's one step up from 45, would ban dwarf tossing at bars and strip clubs. Uh, and those are those are strip clubs or those clubs. That's that where you are, get your New York strip. Well, and some, sometimes they're in those long skinny. Oh, the malls. The mall thing. Yes, the outdoor yeah, mall thing. Those clubs. Uh, and in that activity, which Patton says demeans and exploits those of small stature. And I agree. I do too. But who is he to take away their jobs? What if that's what they do for a living? See, it's a two-sided well, it's, coin it's a here. Classic government overreach, I'm yeah. sure. It's a classic move. Yes. Uh, the bill would go. Okay. The bill would also ban other recreational activity that endangers the health, safety, and welfare of any person with dwarfism. Uh, Padden said he became interested when someone made him aware of dwarf tossing uh, a contest last October at a strip club in a Spokane Valley. There's nothing funny about dwarf tossing, uh, Payton said, Patton said. Uh, people who are advocates for little people note that persons with dwarfism uh, are particularly susceptible to spine and neck injuries. It ridicules and demeans people with dwarfism and causes others to think of them as objects of public amusement. Uh, even when participants are willing, it exposes them to the possibility of lifetime spinal injuries. Dwarf tossing is an offense to our sensibilities, Patton added. Well, when you put it like that. Yeah, you can put it I like guess that. that does make sense. Patton's legislation applies to contest and promotions involving adults shorter than four feet, ten inches in height. Ooh, I, think I just barely made it. They're just, you really <laughs> did. And I mean, they're human beings. But like you said, if, uh, it, you know, if, if it's dangerous. Like said, if they were gathering, if they were picking on them or something, if they're coming yeah. in paying us a cold hard cash saying, here's the deal we wanted, and they're like, yeah, okay. But still, when I think about it, if there's a chance that, I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure it's got. First of all, I don't, here's the deal. I don't see the entertainment in it. I don't either. Me. I don't either. But here's the thing: if I, if you told me, Craig, we're gonna put you on that catapult over there, and we're gonna catapult you about forty yards, you're gonna and, land on and, the mattress. And you're gonna land on a mattress, yeah. and, I, and I'm gonna be like, how many zeros are at the end of that check? Yeah. And I'm gonna be like, yes or no, right? And it's not gonna yeah. matter if I hurt myself or not because I'm gonna probably sign a bunch of exactly. stuff saying, yeah. And but now we're on that topic. Do you know by chance of any catapults that would throw me forty? I do. Yards yeah, I, happen, I just happen to know of one with a check that has a lot no, of zeros. No, no checks of, on it. No checks. No. But we can do it for fun. Might be good for the podcast. That's true. Headline is: Detroit family kicked off flight from Miami over alleged body odor. So 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 I watched the videos and stuff on this. Yes, they were not happy. I don't particularly. They they said it was a religious thing. <laughs> Well, that's what they are trying to say that yes. the airline did. What's funny is, and we'll tell the story, okay. and then we'll talk about it. A family from Detroit trying to return home from a Miami vacation told a local news station that they were kicked off their flight, not because of an altercation or a drunken rampage, but because other passengers had complained about their body odor. The family was upset and denied the idea that it was justified. Uh, there is no body odor we have. First of all, he's a Jewish man, so that's not how he talks. <laughs> Yossi Adler told the news, there's nothing wrong with us. The family includes Adler, his wife, and their 19-month-old daughter, and the flight was on American Airlines. Adler said the family was asked to leave the flight after the gates were closed, but before the plane took off, <laughs> good, good thing they couldn't very well yeah, ask him after right, the plane right, took off. Right. He reported that a flight attendant told the family some people had complained about their body odor, 
Man, that's got to be bad. If, if people are complaining, and, and that well, you're how kicking, bad would it be if they find out it was actually somebody else? What they do close this, to them? Somebody's got to do something about this family. They are bumping back here. Yeah, they said their luggage remained on the plane despite the attendant telling them it would be waiting for them. Uh, on Wednesday night, uh, acknowledging the reasons for the removal, American Airlines sent out a statement saying Mr. Adler and his wife were removed from the flight when several passengers complained about their body odor. They had been booked into a hotel for the night and given meal vouchers and a bar of soap. That's not what it says. They had been re- rebooked on a flight Thursday. You're taking a page <laughs> out of my book now. Yeah, I had to add that. The Adler suspected something else is behind the removal, though. They returned to Miami International Airport early Thursday on their second attempt to fly home and were allowed to stay on the flight that time. Well, I guess probably because they had bathed, I would guess, well, since, here's since the, the night before. Okay, are you are you done with the story? Because yeah, I can't yeah, remember coughing much, yeah. and stuff. So, so did you watch any videos of them? Yes, I did. Yeah. They don't strike me as being unclean like people. They, don't, they didn't seem No, like, they didn't look unclean. They did not look like they were. And the guy was... And I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there. But what the funniest thing was when they were talking to the one guy that walks up from the airline. And he makes this, like, face while they're talking. He's, oh, don't give me that look. And the guy's, like, the guy's making this, like, subtle, like, oh. I mean, maybe they did. Maybe maybe the kid dropped the load and they didn't know it or something. I don't know. But but whatever the case. uh, I mean, what a horrible. Splash uh, some patchouli on that or something. They claimed that the, I think they claimed that the meal tickets actually weren't valid or something. Oh, you're kidding. What about the Axe body wash? But the whole thing about. The, the whole thing about how they're trying to turn it into something like other than they're if if they really smell they're trying to turn it into something that's n- it's not which is immediately oh it's it was a religious thing yeah he did throw that out a lot and it was like well maybe i'm just i wasn't there but let's say you really smell bad how about you just smell bad yeah. how about you use soap There's something about it yeah splash and a little you, water and you and that. i go to our one of our stores we go to and you Oh my gosh! How many times are you digging through the bins at the five dollar place? Oh, it's bad. And yeah. somebody walks by, and you're just like, "I'm sorry." Can someone around yes. here tell? Can you not? You you may be broke as they come, but you can afford it, some form of soap. There is soap where we are digging. There's always soap yeah, yeah. in those bins. There's, I'll buy it. Not only that, but as long as there's a gas station or somewhere where you can stop to use the restroom, they usually have soap you can rub under your armpits. Got I'm that, sorry. Got the onion patch cooking. I didn't tell you, by the way, I went to the $5 joint. Did you? I went uh, to the one down south. Oh, really? Um, they're opening a new one up in Louisville. They're going all the way to Louisville. We can't talk oh, about, about this because they don't, they don't sponsor us. No, they, they should. They should, and then they should yeah. just let us go through the warehouse and find stuff. Absolutely. But um, they are opening. I went to one in uh, Pulaski, Tennessee. How was it? I've been there once before. It's a nice store. Yeah? Uh, much nicer than the one you and I go to. Yeah? It, was, um, it, it couldn't be as big as the one we go to, though. It's um, it's not far from it. I mean, it's not quite as big, but the floors are nice. It's nice people. The whole, It's an old store. It looked, it looked like it used to be like nice a save, save a lot or something. To. Yeah. Um, it, you know, the, the area of town the one we go to is in gets yeah, all, it's kind, rough. all kinds and all right. This, um, this particular one was... Uh, it was nice. It's not too far. And I need to go to the one in Columbia, Tennessee. Did you find any treasures? Found some more smart plugs. Nice. Uh, found a uh, an HDMI switch I needed. Did you see any albums? No, I never. I've only seen albums there a couple times. I always snag the albums. But um, yeah, I didn't see. It wasn't like I left with a bunch of great stuff. I had about five things. That's not bad. But uh, there's one in Columbia. I wouldn't mind stopping at that one sometime, checking it out. Sweet. But, but but the way we got on this was these are people just for whatever reason a lot of, you'll be in there a lot of these people are in there and 
somebody walked by you and you just about vomit. Yeah. It's like, what? That's happening. How bad can this, how hard can it be for you to, and I'm sorry, even if you were not fortunate enough to have much, again, you can stop at any fast food place and they've got soap. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> <laughs> you can find soap. Yes. I mean, I would challenge anyone who does not have soap to let us know. We'll send you a, a case of weird soap, bars of soap. <laughs> we need to get that. That'd be awesome. Yes. Keep it clean is what it'll say. Oh, yeah. Nice. Family-friendly soap Family bar. Family-friendly soap bar. Family-friendly. Family-friendly. I am friendly. Craig Under. You. I'm <laughs> Craig Under. Been around there and lazy so much. I talk like I'm from the park. I think you know what I mean. Hey, is it my turn? Yes. Hey, sign on office says doctor quit because female nurse practitioner was hired. Wow. Granite City, Illinois. (laughs) That's from Granite City, Illinois. (laughs) Controversy is brewing at a Granite City medical office after an unusual sign went up. It says a doctor left because a woman nurse practitioner was hired. Well, that's no reason to leave. The incident unfolded at the Multicare Specialist Chiropractor's Office on Maryville Road, where some upset patients arrived at the office Tuesday and were greeted with an odd sign notifying them they needed to find a new doctor. Susan Rollins says, or is it Rollins? I'm not really sure. It's one of them. It's Rollins, I think. Says she's Rollins, seen Dr. Rodney Lupardus, Lupardus, Lupus, Mr. Lupus, <laughs> Dr. Lupus, a family medical uh, medicine physician for at least 20 years. Roland says when she arrived at Multicare Specialist Chiropractic Office, known as MSCO, on Tuesday, she was blown away. I mean, the fan was on so high. When it, she was walked in. it was a tornado. It was a tornado, yeah. Her doctor no longer worked there. According to the office website, the doctor's office uh, offers chiropractic medicine, pain management, uh, physical therapy, and family medicine. Roland says she was greeted with the sign. She believes it was inappropriate. It, what? It was inappropriate that a sign would greet you. Hey, welcome to the sh- welcome to the doctor's office. <laughs> Howdy, folks. Howdy, Park's folks. closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was unprofessional for a business to post something like that about a beloved doctor, Roland said. Roland posted the sign on social media. Of course she did. And it spread like <laughs> wildfire with close to 1,000 comments and 700 shares on Facebook. The note says her doctor resigned from the office because his wife would not allow him to work there since the office hired a female nurse practitioner. Oh, my goodness. I, okay, this now it makes sense. The office released the following statement from the nurse practitioner. On my first day at the job as a nurse practitioner, I went to Dr. Lupus and said, can I ask you a question? His reply was, he, the other doctor, is... De- <clears throat> I can't do it this way. This is just <laughs> not going to work. <clears throat> let's, let's, how about we do it this way? <clears throat> On my first day at the job as a nurse practitioner, I went to Dr. Lupus and said, can I ask you a question? That's His reply good. was, he, the other doctor, is dealing with you, not me. So he said, talk to the hand. Mm-hmm. Talk to the man with the other hand. Yeah. What? Talk to the other man with the hand. I told him it was regarding his patients, and, he, and I was told the doctor, other doctor will answer any questions, and he walked away. He did not speak to me the rest wow. of the day. Some patients are still wondering where they will seek treatment. You know, she's doctor's not, on a like pretty short speech. leash. I like when she speaks that way better. How, how trained is he, though, that he, he doesn't even speak to other females, even if they work in his office? And then he, he quits. He's like, she's watching. He got, yes. He's doing she, sign language as he's speaking. Watching. There's people here. She hears everything. She's got eyes everywhere. She's like, up oh, there is a camera. <laughs> up there. Look, <laughs> camera. Headline Ooh, is, look up here. <laughs> video shows group of women allegedly trying to attack food court employees after their credit card was declined. 
So they got mad that their credit card. Okay. And I've seen this video too, by the way. A group of shoppers at the Galleria Mall Food Court in Houston were captured on camera yelling at employees and trying to jump the counter of Charlie's Philly Steaks. Ooh, that sounds good about right now. It does sound pretty good. The outlandish behavior was captured on multiple people's cell phones, as as would happen today, anywhere you go. According to the news, the incident occurred on Sunday. People won't lift a hand to help somebody, but they'll have that camera ready. That's (laughs) right. The incident occurred on Sunday after a woman's credit card was declined at the fast food restaurant. The woman and her group allegedly attacked innocent workers who had nothing to do with her account, her balance, or the machine. The video, initially shared by Twitter user Texas Barber, shows a woman throwing straws at workers. Ooh, that's too careful. Yeah, you easy. Might, might get a paper cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, while her friends yell at employees at the sandwich shop. While some if members it was California, she'd be arrested for having all those straws. That's true. That, it's true. No, no, it's true. While some members of her group walk away, one woman appears to try to jump over the glass partition of the counter to assault the workers. Upon viewing the video, it's clear that a number of others were record, also recorded the scene. Of course they did. While Char- Yeah, there's, there's camera phones up everywhere. While Charlie's Philly Stakes did not immediately respond uh, t- for, to requests for interviews, it did reply to Texas Barber writing, could you send us a direct message? We'd like to find out what happened. So they're replying to the person that posted the video. An assistant manager told the news that while the damage was not completely assessed, the attack was a very upsetting, very disturbing situation. So a person comes in, their card gets declined because they have no money. Right. And, and Or for whatever reason, and then they take it out of the employee. And they're with their friends. They're embarrassed. Either that or they thought that the guy would say, I'm sorry, we'll just give you the food. Yeah. Or something like Which that. Which you and I probably would have done. No, but we know SK would have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, uh, back in the day, we probably would have. I mean, you know, I don't know if I would have. I, I don't mean like giving your friends food, but I mean, if you saw somebody down on their luck, you might be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might yeah, say, you absolutely. know, what, you, that's what I'm saying. Sure. It might have been like, you know, but this wasn't the case. They no, were definitely no, not down no, on their no, luck. No. No, I wasn't insinuating that we should do what other good friends of ours might have done. Right. Man, the. The stuff that would be in that McDonald's. I'm bag. telling you, I it love was, to go through there, and I wouldn't go through there unless he was working. <laughs> why would you? SK's working. Everybody to the to the McDonald's. Hey, this is happening in Florida right now as we speak. No, not really. <laughs> Man finds hand grenade and does what anybody else would do. He brings it to Taco Bell. <laughs> what? What in the world? Ocala, 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 Ocala California. Ocala, Ocala, Ocala. Florida. 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 <laughs> it's like a, a Taco Bell. A Taco Bell was briefly closed after a man brought a World War II-era hand grenade oh, into the no. eatery. He discovered it Saturday while using a magnet to search for items <laughs> and some water in neighbor. People don't realize, we've talked about this before, and I never would have realized this if I hadn't read enough stories about it, that these things can be sitting in the ground forever, and yes. they're still... Very active. They're active. Very active, yes. Um... Officers say he picked up the old grenade, put it in his trunk, and drove to the Taco Bell. Once he got there, he called authorities and told him what he had. What in the world? Did he go to Taco Bell because he felt like... I mean, I've uh, dropped it, a bomb after eating a Taco Bell before, but this is totally different. It says, uh, the county bomb squad responded and evacuated the eatery as a precaution. The team removed the grenade and said it would be properly handled. So, um, it sounds like the way this reads is, I can't explain why he chose the Taco Bell, but he found it out wherever he was looking and then just decided randomly to stop at Taco Bell and call and say, this is where it is. I need you to come take care of it. It wasn't know. like he showed up with it as a weapon. He showed no, up. I, I, the, the way I pictured it is he showed up and, hey, y'all, look what I found. And he dropped it on the counter or something. No, no, no. It says that he, he it was in his trunk. Yeah. 
Yeah. So once he got there, he called the authorities. So it sounds like he found it. Maybe he didn't have service where he found it. Or, or, and he didn't want to leave it. On his way home, he just stopped. He said, hey, I need to get this checked. Yeah. But, but but never thought that they were going to like clear out a whole block. <laughs> Apparently, it was still very, uh, it hadn't expired, as they say. Okay, Craig, we got some more bandits. You know, we had the Diamond Dash dater. And now we've got, you know, we got now headline is Botox bandits. Flee spa after treatments worth uh, $4,000. Good grief. Botox. A police investigation was launched, of course, in Los Angeles this week when two men fled. Isn't Botox the one that's botulism? Isn't that what it is? I think it is, yeah. And it, like, freezes your... That's just weird. That's nuts. In Los Angeles this week when two men fled from a medical clinic after receiving procedures worth roughly four grand. Hey, Dr. Benny Hill. Dr. Benny Hill, MD. (laughs) Dr. Benny Howe, MD. I don't know how he does it. You tell me. director of the spa. Uh, released surveillance footage of the suspects, and they, they appeared to have no expressions. Right. <laughs> on Facebook this week. In one post, he warned others in the area that the two men had gone to local businesses and burglarized them. That's right. I said burglarized. It's How- like Mitch Hedberg the way you said that. <laughs> That's right. I said burglarized. <laughs> I'll miss him. Hal told CBS Los Angeles, the men came into the clinic around 3.30 p.m. on Monday, one received Botox in his forehead, and the other had lip fillers. Well, these guys need to be locked up anyway. Didn't the guys that we listened to, that other show, didn't uh, the radio show we listened to, didn't they have somebody come in and give them Botox one time? Uh, uh, one of the guys did, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, And it was hilarious. Uh, one suspect, a black male, was described as being in his 20s. The Wait, sec- who was blackmailed? The second, a white male, seemed to be in his 30s. Uh, they said they never received treatment before, and both said they wanted to look really, really nice. <laughs> this could be a movie. Hal told the Los Angeles newspaper, oh, they wanted to look beautiful. The doctor later noted, they said they would recommend us to friends and write good reviews. So that's what they were offering, I guess, in lieu of payment. But anyway, uh, Hal said that suspects asked how much the procedures would cost and that they had happened um, and what had happened with other clients. The director took a before picture of one man, which he later uploaded to social media after the older man went into the bathroom twice. Uh, suspicions were raised, Hal said. After 10 minutes, the second man asked to go to, to locate. He said, my friend who went to the bathroom, I'm going to go find him. I need to go find him. We'll both be, we'll right be right back. back. Just, just give me one second. <laughs> so anyway, he chased, they ran, of course. Uh, the doctor, They ran what? So far away? Uh, so far. So far away. Yeah. Uh, the doctor had patients in other rooms, so he couldn't chase after him. He said, I'm just happy my patients were safe. My nurse was safe and my receptionist <laughs> was safe. dollars That guy's insurance is probably going to cover it anyway, right? What a trip, though. Dine and Dash. And now, what, what would you call these? The Botox bandits. There's got to be something uh, plugged and run. No. What? <laughs> uh, Shot up and took off. <laughs> uh, maybe you should just come up with one and come back later and okay. tell us. Yeah. Was that all you got? That's it. That's it. North the Botox Cor- bandits. Hey, you got some. We got some uh, North Korea. Oh, are you kidding me? You don't know where it is, do you? Oh my lord, he's stressed. I don't he have it on this one. Oh man, I, I, left, I left the good one at home, so we're this using the old one. Kim Jong Un. North Koreans ordered to produce impossible amount of human manure every day to help <laughs> save agriculture. You pooped as much or else. He's the. He How can, are they going to do he that? He could do it single hand, uh, but single he, single colonly. <laughs> He could do it himself. He could. North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un 
has commanded every citizen to turn over an impossible 200 pounds <laughs> of human manure a day for Wait fertilizer in an effort to revitalize the communist country's struggling agriculture. So he has made it a law that, that people that weigh 60 pounds have to poop 200 pounds of human manure. The starving people must come up with this. <laughs> this is like Pharaoh taking the straw out of the bread. Yes. The country's leader first made agriculture the forefront of the economic recovery during the New Year's address. Good night. This led to mass mobilization of the population to fulfill the government's wishes and ensure the human manure quotas are met. <laughs> if the people don't meet Remind their... me not to eat Korean food. Right, okay, ever. Ever. If the people don't meet their daily quota, they have to supply over 600 pounds of compost or livestock manure. Would be just, just give them the livestock manure. Um, the, enti- uh, the entire population had been mobilized to produce manure as his first major task of the year. A source told the outlet, the authorities in oh local gosh. region, task factories, institutions, and uh, citizen group uh, with assigning production quotas to each individual. I don't know what I just said. They are demanding that each person produce 100 kilogram of human feces per, per day. Or about three tons per month, (laughs) the person added. But how on earth can it be possible for one person to make three tons of human feces and deliver it? This is too much. They can put it on a train and send it to Alabama. (laughs) Yeah, park it there. The absurdly high quotas are forcing people to either collect the human manure in cold or pay cash to others for the manure. Most people can't make or collect 100 kilograms per day. So they oh. end up giving what they think is sufficient. The quota is therefore meaningless, and source uh, the source told the outlet. The, the outlet. The outlet. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny the out- on the spot. Yeah. The quotas are the same in both cities and countryside be- uh, because the quotas are applied to everyone evenly. Uh, it <sighs> added, noting that when the city's clothing and food factories are operating at full capacity, workers will try all sorts of ways to fulfill <laughs> quota. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got to get all their work done. Yeah. Still... Uh, many see the latest measure as a mere way for the regime to collect money from already pro- poverty-stricken people. Hey, how about Tubbo? He's got enough crap. He could like he literally could take care of this problem single-handedly. Just single- by speaking. It comes out both ends on that guy, right? Wow! Wow! <laughs> That's one of those stories that just man. It's time for the Mark Patch Top Ten. Top ten reasons to quit Facebook. Yeah, you know, here we are, second month of a new year. A lot of people. Taking time off their uh, social media platforms, I would if I could. By the way, um, but so this this list comes to us from thetop10s.com, and it's the top ten reasons to quit Facebook. There's a lot of good reasons, Craig. Number ten of the top ten reasons to quit Facebook: the constant ads and promotions. Well, guess what? It's a free service. They've got to make money. I actually enjoy those. I, I click on a lot of ads on Facebook. They, yeah, they know what I like. But you can't you complain know. about it because no. you're not paying for it. Exactly. Uh, number nine, most of your Facebook friends are irrelevant. Most of my real friends are irrelevant. What are you talking about? <laughs> number eight, stalking. Well, that's the fun part of Facebook. Yeah, I guess. All right. Well, num- I think they're talking about actual stalkers. Oh, well, I've never had that issue. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we can only dream, right? <laughs> Top ten reasons to quit Facebook. Number seven, it's too distracting. Especially when you're trying to drive at a high speed. It is kind of distracting. Number six. I don't know how I feel about this. Young people are out. Old people are in. Well, that's true, though. They say that the audience of uh, Facebook has aged specifically lately. Number five, 
Number five goes along with number uh, seven. Yeah. It, it keeps you from being productive. To be fair, top ten list, I keep me from being protective. Protective? <laughs> oh, productive. Easy. <laughs> productive. Uh, let's see. Uh, number four. Why, why, would this make me, why would this make me quit Facebook? Statuses are out. Memes are in. Memes are great. Yeah, I love memes. They're all over Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three. Vanity and insecurity. Yeah, I get tired of... That's true. And I get really tired of seeing people's pictures that look like they, they think they're at a photo shoot or something. <laughs> yes. Number two, people posting constant pics of the kids, family, pets, records. Records. Yeah, I added that oh, last you one. you added that one. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? I love seeing people's kids, family, and pets. Well, here's the thing. If, they're, if, if they really are your friends, then you probably want to see some of that stuff. And plus, I, I post a lot of records. That's... That's good for you. Okay, thank you. Number The number one of the top ten reasons to quit Facebook, Craig, all that political drama. Drama. There's a lot of drama on there. Eh, you know, I just, in general, people are nasty when they're on Facebook and social media. It I, can I, be. Sometimes I'll look at comments on things just to see what people are saying, and I can predict it every single time. You know, I don't spend much time on Facebook at all anymore. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. And I, like you said, there are a few times where... It's good to have it for a certain reason. Yeah. Um, well, like when I posted, we weren't going to have a, a podcast yeah, last yeah. week. Um, because licking stamps and writing letters to all three of our yes. listeners, that takes a lot of time. Yes. And stamps are expensive now, like 55 cents. Good grief. But, you know, there there's something to be said about receiving a handwritten. And when's the last time you received a handwritten note from somebody? I don't know. Every time I think I'm getting it. Oh, wait, I got one. Uh, I got a couple last year, actually. Okay. But usually, like in the mail, you think you get one, then you realize it was actually printed to look like a handwritten <laughs> it does note. does make me so mad. Isn't that disappointing when you think that the president of some company is actually sending you a note and you find out that everybody got the same one? Yes. It, but it looks so real. It looks real. <sighs> oh, boy. All right. Well. That was better than the last top 10 list. I still don't know what that Weird Al thing was all about. That wraps up episode 249. First, I got to say hello to my father. Hey, Pops. And my mother. Hey, Mom. And I'll say hi to Alan. Don't. I'm saying hi to Alan. Don't. Everybody says hi to Alan. Hey, Alan. You know, Randall's got a brother. Well, that's not impressive. (laughs) Am I supposed to be really impressed by that or something? Randall, uh, we had a conversation about the name Alan. I can't remember what it was. Alan. Alan. Randall's going to be back in the podcast game shortly. He's already back. Oh, is he really? I think so. All right, I have to go listen. Hey, Randall, I just said you are back. I hope you really are. If you're not, you need to get busy. All right, guys. That's it. We're out of here. Thanks things, for listening. Things to do. Things to do, I say. When did Mark add that riff at the end? That was so good. Mark Patch on the drums. Mark Patch, everybody. The Mark Patch. The.